It's time for the Sunday Morning Scramble, your recipe to feed your sports fandom. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, the Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by DraftKings Sports and Social, Downtown Nashville, and State Farm Hendersonville agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs in Gallatin. Call into the show and voice your opinion at 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. And now, here's your host for the Sunday Morning Scramble, 2001 Baltimore Ravens Strong Safety Super Bowl Champion, Corey Harris, and Air Force veteran, longtime football coach, Greg Tonjes. New intro, bumping, bumping, bumping here on the Sunday morning scramble. You got the coach, you got Corey Harris calling in live. You got happy Christmas sweater day, Will the producer. I wish we could have you on camera today. Look, Look at you over there. Don't start. You handsome dog over there. God, dog. <laughs> don't you start. Oh my God. Someday I'm going to grow up and be just like you. But welcome everyone out there listening. It is the Sunday Morning Scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio, the only 24-hour network that provides sports for your sports fandom. And we are everywhere on Nashville Sports Radio, YouTube, Facebook, X, Twitch, Instagram, 95.9 FM, 560 AM, and 107.9 Smyrna. So we are taking your calls. It is Christmas Eve. I am in the Christmas spirit we will be handing out our Grinch of the Year in Sports Awards. We will be handing out who deserves Christmas gifts in the sports world and who does not deserve Christmas gifts in the sports world. Draymond Green. And I want to hear from you. We've got a Titans game against the Seattle Seahawks. I'm excited about that game. Uh, it's going to be fun one to watch. Always is with Pete Carroll involved. And we want to hear from you here on the Sunday Morning Scramble, 615 844 5600-615-844-5600. And this show would not be the show to listen to if we didn't have Super Bowl champion 2001 Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Corey Harris in the house, Will. What's happening, Coach? Angry Will. Is Will angry today, Coach? No, he's with a uh, nice looking uh, Corey, he's, outfit on. He's got a beautiful, I met his daughter this morning. Um, and he's got a beautiful bright red sweater with white letters on it that say Merry Christmas, Coach and Corey. No, it really doesn't. It doesn't say that, <laughs> but it should. It should. Yeah. I heard a rumor that he actually, for Christmas, was given uh, uh, pillowcases, that the one pillowcase has my name on it, the coach, and the oh, other pillowcase has your name on it. That's what I heard. Is that, that true? That would sound really weird. Yeah. Well, no. Will, Will is a very creative guy. So coming up with something great like that, Coach, I can see Will. I can see Will doing that. I can see him. See him dropping off the pillows with Coach, with Coach and Corey on them. That's a great idea, Will. I see you over there doing it, which you always do. Doing what he does, and uh, we're doing what we do here. Except for I'm, I'm alone. I'm lonely this morning, Corey. Since you are. Uh, where are you at today? You're at with your parents. I know that. I am in Indianapolis, Indiana. Don't don't pull up on me though. Uh, I've been down to my favorite spot, spot that I hit all the time. You have to be from the area. You know it. People already know what I'm getting ready to say. Long's Bakery, man, the best best sweets and desserts in the entire country. Been on my street for 
over 50 since before I was born. Wow. Five blocks away, Long's Bakery. Got to, got to. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna bring y'all some. They even, they, they good the day after coach. What is it? So what? Tell me what you, what's your, what's your food of choice? Ah, uh, my, my favorite. Every time I go, it's, uh, it's called cinnamon fried. Now you can get it with little, the little apple chunks in it, but I don't really like cooked fruit or whatever. But it's like cinnamon fried. It's like the best cinnamon swirl that I've mm. ever had. And then this blueberry cake. Uh, Donut. So, this, so those are my two favorite. My daughter likes the, the chocolate donuts. I always get my mom a couple of the, the cinnamon fries. She loves that. So, that's a that's a nostalgia. Every time I come through here, it's something I've done for decades and decades. When I was little, one of the places I was able to walk to, couldn't leave the front of my yard till I was about sixteen. But it, that was one of the places I could uh, walk to and get. Get some, get some grubs. Huh? Oh, I love it, man. I love food so much. And out there today at the stadium, Corey, you got the Seahawks. Always an entertaining team to watch with uh, with uh, Pete Carroll there at the helm. Underrated coach, in my opinion, NFL coach in NFL history, in my opinion. But uh, playing our Titans here, we're a little banged up. Jeffrey Simmons just went on uh, IR. He's gone for the season. Um, probably more just to take the rest of the season off type of a thing. I'm sure he wants to play, but... Uh, he's also your your best defensive player, uh, but we've got that. Uh, the show, Corey, today is the entire show is all about the sports fan. We might even allow Jeff on at some point this morning, but we want the sports fans to call in and let us know who your Grinch of the year in sports is. Who do you think is a Grinch and was a Grinch all year, all year long? I've got one that's going to shock people. And then also, Corey, who's going to get presents uh, this year from you as a sports fan and who has been naughty and does not deserve any presents this year. So we want our sports fans to call in uh, 615-844-5600, 615-844-5600. You're a good friend, so please start calling now. We have completely open lines, so fill up those lines and tell us who should be getting those gifts and not getting those gifts. Corey, if you had to think about it, throughout this sports year. Um, it's weird to think we have a Super Bowl that was played this year, and we're now in a new season uh, that's getting ready to have a Super Bowl in February, February 11th. But uh, who, if you had a, a Grinch of the year in sports, uh, you know, what are you thinking? You know, we already know one that we could say that's been consistently since our show started. Our producer, Will. Uh, Grinch of the year, uh, he probably wins that as a Grinch. Um, maybe not the whole year. And the whole time, but no, he, he got Grinch of the week a couple of times. Bro. Now, now, just know my vacation time is coming up. Yeah, <laughs> what's that have to do with anything? A lot. Grinch of the week a couple of times, coach. But Grinch of the year, man, that's a ah, that's a great question. Um, you gotta give me a second to think about it. I don't. No, know. no, no. All right, well, let's go to a, let's go to a different. I got an easy one uh, for me at least. Uh, well, I'll tell you. You know what? I'll tell you my Grinch of the year. And and I actually like this show on uh, on ESPN. Um, my Grinch of the year is continually, and I know this is going to people are going to be mad. And they're going to be calling in to get me on this, but my Grinch of the year continually is Stephen A. Smith. Whoa! Hey 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 hey! Here goes uh -uh. Will. Nope. I Leave knew, him alone. I knew this would happen. Leave him alone. Grinch, Leave him alone. Grinch of the year. Leave him alone. You know what? I it, it, you got me going, and Good. I got my, got my cute little kids. Here he goes. Here he goes, and, Corey. And, he's doing and, it again. No, no. We we gonna leave him alone because he. Has We're not been, because it's my show, so I okay. say that he's the Grinch of the year. He's my show, but I, I just <laughs> look. He 
has been calling people out, and he has been he doing what Stephen A. Smith does. So, yeah. so he hasn't gotten him fired yet. Not yet. And I don't see it getting him fired at all. Okay. You sure about that? Everybody um, else got it. And that, you know what? I just found my my other Grinch of the Year, Corey and, oh. and Will. He just, he just mentioned something. You know who it is? Oh. It's ESPN for firing all of those incredibly good people that had been there and committed to the program there at ESPN for a lot. A lot. I'm thinking Steve Levy I'm, as I'm, one I'm, of them. I'm, 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 I'm going to yeah. shut my mic off on that when I, I agree. But I'm gonna... yeah. You agree with firing Steve Levy? No. No, no, of course you, not. But, yeah. but the Grinch of the Year, that definitely Grinch of the Year for me. In fact, they win the prize for me as ESPN for doing what they did. I mean, there was rumor out. I, don't, I call it rumor. I'm not really a rumor guy, but I'll say it on air because I've heard from different sources that it's true that they were trying to keep people on air that were 40 years old and under or something stupid like that. Um, but that, that's one of my Grinches of the. In fact, they win Grinch of the Year in the sports world for me. Now, uh, for us, with our good friends, honestly, I'm gonna have to say, in terms of energy, and if you Google and you look up what the Grinch is, like just the energy and attitude, I'm gonna have to go with Jeff. Oh, that's a good one, Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion. Jeff does really well, great. You know, I love Jeff because Jeff calls in. He gives us great high school. Uh, uh, information. He he's on it. His his uh his uh, but his love for Kentucky kind of moves me uh, uh, a little uh, wrong. Yeah, moves me a little wrong. But I would say he's my favorite Grinch. But Jeff is probably would definitely get Grinch of the year. I, I would give that up. In fact, I'm going to clap for that right now. Definitely, he is definitely the Grinch of the year. Uh, <laughs> and, and so uh, here you know, in terms of who's naughty and not getting any gifts. And again, sports fans, uh, you're you're our good friends. We want to hear from you on this 614-844-5600. Uh, the stadium is lit up. It's ready uh, for the big game today between the Seahawks and the uh, Titans. Excited about that and love seeing the lights and the tents going up and the queue starting and the sauce getting sipped. So if you're out there, uh, in fact, I want to go to the game today and I want to go to a uh, tailgate party. So I need somebody out there to invite me because I'm lonely. Uh, I don't have Corey here. Will does not make me feel loved ever. So uh, he is here in his little cute little red sweater. By the way, you know that they do make those in a larger size, right? What do you got on extra medium small? Yeah, he's got extra medium, man. It, I don't know what fits, he's doing. It fits me. You know what? Just because. No, let me see. Do you have those little skinny you know little what? pants on that no, you had on you know last what? Just week? Because your muscles are round and mine are more defined. <laughs> Coach, Funny you guy. His daughter's there. You got to relax. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey, hey. She learned. She learns that she learned how to check. So it's good. She part of her is from Memphis. I, I, I like. I mean, last so last week, Corey. Uh, you remember last week at the end of the show, we stood up, you know, and you know, say our goodbyes as we part for a little while uh, until next time. And 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 doggone it, I got scared half to death because Will stood up and he had these jeans on that looked like he. Yeah, I don't know how he got him. He had to leap into them to make sure that they pulled up. Oh, you and got then not those. only that, he had rolls at the bottom of those jeans. He rolled them up at the bottom? He rolled them up at the bottom. Joe. Well, you know, that's how they do it. They 30, 30, 32 and under coach. That's just how they do it now. You want to Hey, wait, 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 be, wait, 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 wait. Now, weren't y'all wearing heels in the 80s? You want to 
cut your you want to cut your breath off by the waist with your belt extra tight. Well, and then they, you want to be able to walk through, through a small puddle of water without getting your pants wet. No, that's, they're gonna be flooding, and they're gonna be extra super double tight. No, extra no. medium small. You can find a pair in three out three and a half in Macy's. They got some. You know, that's the style though, Coach. You know what I'm saying? Just, I know what you're saying. No, I that, get it. That I is get it. that is the 27 and below. But anyway, um, pants weren't. You know, they were, they fit. Okay, they weren't, they weren't tight. How long all. did How long did it take you to put those little skinny pants on last week? Mm-hmm. Had to take it had to take minutes and about a second and a half. Okay, I don't believe. Then you leaped into them. No, you did. I used my left leg, then my right leg, and then you know I had to secure all my equipment, and you know, yeah, good to go. Yeah. Okay, all right, good. Yeah. So we are talking sports today. Uh, we are talking who is your Grinch of the year? Who deserves presents? Who does not deserve presence? And uh, we're talking all sports, NBA, NHL, Predators coming back and, and trying to put together a season. They've got, I think, 38, 39 points now on the season, which is good to see that they uh, came out of the Deldrums as they have another team in another sport, the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies. And I, uh, let me tell you, Corey, I know you're a big basketball fan too, and I know you are Will as well, a uh, little announcer guy for all these colleges in the state of Tennessee. Uh, but, uh, Ja Morant returned. Ja Morant returned to the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Memphis Grizzlies are a completely different team. He's back after a 25-game suspension. I'm praying that he is surrounded around people that are going to motivate him to excellence instead of motivate him to suspensions and kick him out of the league eventually because that's probably what's going to happen next if there's anything stupid that happens. But I'm telling you what, his first game back, Corey, uh, I told somebody at work, uh, I've started putting some money on these NBA games, and I'm going to do some DraftKings picks later, uh, including uh, spreads and things like that. I've got those all wrapped up with my own money bet on them, and I've studied them, and I know sports, so it should be winning tickets for all of you out there. I can't guarantee that, though, uh, and that is not sponsored by our show. But anyway, John Morant comes back, and they're down 15 most of the game, come back in the fourth quarter, uh, eight seconds left. John Morant, of course, everybody in the building knows he's going to get the ball. Dribble drives between three bigs and drops in and lays in the basket to win the game. He is, I don't care about Jokic. I don't care about Embiid. I mean, I do, but I don't in terms of being the best player in the NBA. The best player in the NBA is John Morant, hands down. I don't know if you had a chance to see him yet, Corey. I have. And he is one of the best players because I think, Coach, you can't, I don't think you can just go strictly on raw ability to score. And and take over a game in that in that regard because I, I think it's always a, a a good coach a good team that wants to play defense that wants to make somebody else win the game I think that's that's possible uh, uh, now finding an NBA team that wants to play um, team defense and, and 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 do that is another thing but he is he is dynamic. Uh, he is one of the most gifted basketball players of, of all time. We just think about um, what God gave him to work with and, and the work that he put in to be where he is now. I believe that the things that have happened to him have happened early enough where the fall was enough to get his attention, but it wasn't um, the kind of fall that, that ends your career. I think it was a wake-up call for him. He's going to have that millennial mad energy. Um, and I think he's going to dominate. And I think the more he grows into that face of the league, because 
the last few years, the, the guys that have been the face of the league have been have been some solid guys that have been able to do it, and they I think they tried to put the man on him too early, and I think he is. Uh, I believe he's going to he, he recognizes the the value of what he brings to uh, his community more than anything. I think yeah. stepping back and being able to see that look, man. You can say a bad word, and 10 million kids going to say that same bad word. Yeah. So I think when you recognize that power and it starts to go beyond the game and you start being the guy that can go home versus being going to the strip club, or you the guy that can pay for your guys' drinks and leave and not be in those different situations, or you the guy that can say, well, no, nah, man, I ain't going to ride with you. But more importantly, you can start getting surrounded by guys that are not going to let you get into those situations because you are the one, right? Yeah. We all were good. We all this, but now it's our job. Uh, and I see it very much like the LeBron James situation. A lot of good ball players, a lot of good people around you. If you want to take them up with you, uh, take them up with you. But but make sure they bring are bringing something to the table and they're bringing something to the communities and, and the areas that you're in. And I believe that's the path that he's on. Yeah, I do too. And and I, I um, you know, it's interesting you mentioned LeBron, and, and you know, you can say whatever you want about LeBron. You know, a lot of a lot of haters out there. I'm not uh, a hater, and he's a Laker, so. Uh, he's one of my family in terms of Lakers. I have his Lakers shorts on today. Very proud of that. Plus my Charger hoodie. We'll talk about that later in the NFL hour. But he, uh, you know, that's one thing you're not seeing about Le- LeBron. LeBron never had these issues, right? He, he, even though he came straight out of high school, uh, out of Ohio there, and and went right into the NBA. We, you know, ha- we've never heard situations that he's put himself in in strip clubs or or other. You still hear you hear that about James Harden. You know, and it's interesting. I look at not just in the NBA, but, you know, in really NFL, NBA, any sport. And, you know, you want to leave, you, you want to be remembered for something, right? It, it good. And a lot of good. You don't want to, I, th- I think, you correct me if I'm wrong, Corey, but, and we only have about a minute left in this segment before break, but um, you, you, you don't always want to just be remembered for being the greatest player or a great player. But you also want should be want to know. I mean, do do athletes, professional athletes, want to be known as a great person as well, or are they completely consumed with just being the greatest player? What do you think? I think it, I think it depends on what uh, has driven you before you get there. It's funny that you're saying this. I was I was just thinking about this earlier in how college football and pro football is changing. It's changing because, you know, the thing that used to drive you years and years ago, a lot of time it was the money. It was yeah. making it and getting to that contract. And uh, if there's nothing, something, if there's not something intangible driving you, if there's not something that you can count or put in the bank, if there's not something greater um, than uh, the likes that's pushing you, I don't think it matters because uh, nowadays you can be a millionaire in college. Yeah. The yeah, talent can make you rich in high school now. Yeah. So if there's not something more um, that's already there, if you're not raised to, to be somebody that wants to give back to people without a dollar figure attached to it, if you don't want to be uh, on the ground around these people, I just don't think it's something that happens. And what I see it is 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 some of the things that have been ep- uh, epidemics in, in uh, uh, over over the years, and that's people getting money that aren't prepared for it. Yeah, I, that's... I, I, was, I was there. Yep. I've seen hundreds of guys get it, and it's not just the money. But there's a huge responsibility that they just throw on you because the money is coming, and you don't even realize it's on you. And so um, I, I think it just depends on what these guys, uh, what's, what's really driving them. Because you see a lot of guys all the time after they get that big contract, it's a wrap. You don't see that work. You know, he had yeah. 10 
this year. They get the big contract, and now all of a sudden we see we see him in all his new cars, or we see him here, we see him on this commercial, we see him on that commercial, but we don't see him uh, make making the plays. And so, yeah. I hope mean, he figures it out. I hope uh, it's already figured out. I hope he realizes the the power that he has to be able to be a uh, center stone of the league and, and, and multiple communities over the next decade or so. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, uh, we're getting ready to go to big break. Uh, man, appreciate you calling in and hanging with us this morning. I'm so lonely right now. Uh, but after the break, we're going to talk the CFP, Michigan and Alabama, Washington and Texas. We're still discussing are those the right teams or not the wrong teams or right teams, wrong teams, whatever you want to say. But that is going to be played. Those games are going to be played in a week. Uh, We're a week away from that. And uh, on the other side, we'll take your phone calls. Get lined up now, 615-844-5600. You are listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tanjas sent you This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, The American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. 
grind into the new year. Catch Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies as they take on the Sacramento Kings on Sunday, December 31 at 7 p.m. Get ready to celebrate a new year and secure your tickets for the Grizzlies New Year's Eve game by visiting grizzlies.com. Give the gift of Grizz this holiday season with a six-game holiday pack. The best prices on the season's best matchups, including the Lakers, Clippers, and more. Holiday packs start at just $30 per game. Visit grizzlies.com slash packs for more information. Oh, yeah, this is some rocking Christmas music right here. I'm liking that. Isn't that good? That's really good. What song is that? It says Christmas bumper, but... I love it, man. I am in the Christmas spirit. Honey, I'm coming home to wrap your gifts and put them under the tree. Santa, Greg, Santa coaches, coming home, babe. I almost said something not worthy of the airway. Oh, boy. Speaking of saying something, we've got somebody that wants to call. Is calling in from Cleveland, Ohio, and that is Tay. Tay, welcome to the Sunday Morning Scramble. You are with the coach and Corey, Super Bowl champion. What's going on today, Tay? Tay? No, not Tay. It's Tay Cloud. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, uh, you Will, for hey, you know that what? up. Hey, hey, shut up. Yep. So... <laughs> He does not get a gift. You know, I know this person, he so, does. you know, all right, now, we'll both beat you up now. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Kay? How you doing, man? Man, I'm good, man. I just wanted to call in to talk about how all of you Southerners never want to give respect to my Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh. Well, that's I'm, not I'm, our fault. I'm, that's the CFP's fault. <laughs> I know, no, I, well, no, I'm just talking about in general. I've been, I, I went to school in Nashville. And y'all turned me into a ridiculous Ohio State fan. You know why? Because all of y'all are still bitter that y'all lost the Civil War and you want to hold it against us. You don't want to recognize how awesome we are. Now, yeah, we fell off this year because Kyle McCord is straight trash and tried to tell everybody that. He only started because uh, he was Maserati Mars quarterback in high school. And our real quarterback is in the CFP right now. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, he's taking it all the way back to the Civil yeah, War. I, I mean, dig he, it, man. He, that, I like, the I, I like, right I like going deep like that. Right. Uh, the Ohio- I think it's because they're so arrogant, Coach. I think Ohio- the Ohio, the fact that they say the, like they're the premier university in the entire it's country, patented. that just irks me to no end. It's patented. We have a patent on it. The Ohio State. Don't hate us because you ain't us. It could have been the <laughs> University of Tennessee. Nobody wants to do that. You cannot knock it for foresight. Is there is there any other university in the entire nation? I don't know the answer to this. Okay, is, is that has the the before their school name? Uh, there are, there are a cluster of uh, HBCUs that refer to themselves as the like the Lamona and College, but not patented or anything. Well, I mean, I let's, 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 let's talk. Let, you know, you're talking in general. Uh, are you talking? You're mainly talking football here. I get it. I mean, but yeah. you know, I, I mean, I've watched two years in a row. Okay, I've watched Michigan dethrottle uh, Ohio State, and okay. and I and I say I say the two years in a row because those the last two years is really where I paid attention to uh, the the teams there, um, those two teams in particular because they've been very very good and very consistent and putting a lot of players in the NFL. But you Not know, Michigan, but go ahead. well, I mean, uh, I, I can think of one Hutchinson there for the Detroit Lions who's wrecking havoc in the NFL. Uh, who did who who did not look good in the CFP a couple of years ago before he was drafted by the Detroit Lions? But 
you know, th- those schools, you got to admit those schools do put um, put teams in. Now, I'll tell you this right now. Things, things. Here's what's going to happen in in between Ohio State and, and Michigan because there really isn't any other two teams that I care about in that particular conference. Um, but what's going to happen is Kay is Jim Harbaugh is going to leave to go be the Los Angeles Chargers head football coach, and I don't know who's going to replace him there. But my daddy always told me, don't try and follow a star, meaning don't try and take a job where the person before you was, you know, a multi-time this, a multi-time that, a multi-time this. So if Ohio State does not come through as Michigan should have a drop-off with Harbaugh leaving, that's a problem, don't you think, for the Ohio State University? Listen, I think it, I think it is, but we also have to look at Ryan Day's record. Yep. <clears throat> outside of Michigan, outside of Michigan, something like 57-9, and nine, some, somewhere, somewhere around in there. And, you know, listen – I, I'm not like a lot of uh, Big Ten or really I don't care about the Big Ten. I only care about Ohio State um, fans that you know don't recognize certain things. Like we, I, SEC to me is the best football conference. But to to act as the my problem has always been that we act like the SEC is just light years better when in reality it's usually just one or two good teams with a bunch of uh, talent on trash teams. Now, but I'll, back to I'll have more, to. I have to disagree with what you're saying. Now, I don't believe the SEC is just years upon years ahead of the Big Ten, maybe about five or ten. But, oh, come on, man. But I will say, let's just be honest. If we put some of the mid-grade teams of the SEC into the Big Ten, I feel like – Like who? One Let, or two like of, who? Let, okay. Like who? Give me one. Auburn. I think if Auburn, Auburn goes to the Big Ten. Smacked. Okay, let's Auburn see. Kentucky. Kentucky would get smacked. Nah, I doubt it. Uh, let's see. Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Mississippi State. You know, they had a losing Florida, season Florida, this year. Florida? Florida. Oh, y- y- that's Florida. Ole Miss? Yes. Hey, here's the bottom line. Look, you know, uh, the SEC, to your point, it is the best conference uh, in, uh, in the country, and it's only going to get better with Texas and Oklahoma joining it next year. Uh, you Prior know, to this year. Yeah. SEC wasn't that good this year. Oh, my. This year. It wasn't this year. We're talking about historically over the past 20 years, 30 years, the SEC. Don't go 30 because if you go 30, you're going back in the SEC track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 20 20 years, 20 years, certain. Well, no, even 30 because then you go 30, what are we getting into? Who are we getting into? I mean, it's it's a dominant, it's, it's the most dominant conference SEC is. You know, and the thing is, Ohio State had a run of, in since 2000, they were 17 and 5 against Michigan, but they have not been able to beat him lately. What have you done for me lately? And we appreciate your call, Kay. Hey, you are welcome, uh, especially calling in from – give us a weather report up there in Cleveland, Ohio today. What's it looking Uh, like? um, It's cold. (laughs) You know, cold. So, I mean, in all reality, I think the high today is going to be about 50 degrees. But as I tell everybody up here, what is your thermostat set to? Yeah, right. If it's not at least what your thermostat is set to, it's a little bit too cold for me. It's cold. Hey man, hey, do you have do you have a, a Grinch of the year? Do you have a, a sports figure that does not deserve a gift this season? Quickly for me, uh, Draymond Green. Oh, he there you go, my man. <laughs> he, he's from Michigan, duh. Even though he went to Michigan State. Yep. And 
hey man, that he needs some he needs some high grade quality weed to calm down, or he just needs some other stuff. <laughs> this this doesn't make any sense for this man to be out here. This nah, he, he's not he's not going to play in the NBA for a long time. AK, you're a friend of the family and friend of the show, man. You can call in any time. We'd love to have you. Tell your friends about the show. Have them watch it live on streaming everywhere, and we appreciate you. Okay, Merry Christmas to you, my brother. No problem. Merry Christmas to all of you guys. All right. Take care. Hey, hey, Corey, you know, that SEC, you know, Big Ten, uh, you know, now I don't even know what everything's going to be called because there's not even a Pac-12 anymore, so I'm going to have to revisit all these conferences. But, I mean, don't you think now with Texas, who's in the final four teams right now, and Oklahoma, who's very, very talented every single year deep, uh, don't you think that that's going to change the the landscape of the, the SEC with them joining next season? Uh, it will cost, but I don't really think it matters. Texas was a team that had its own uh, uh, contract where it was making money, similar to, to Notre Dame. I think that um, where it's heading, it might as well be called the College League because in a minute, and I, and I, I was trying to look this up, but I would look at what are the top ten teams for the last ten years in college football? What have, what have, been, the, what have been the consistent top ten teams? I think it's going to be that same thing. I think it's going to push um, players uh, that that really want to win championships and that are going to be going to the league anyway to those top 10 or 12 teams. I think the SEC is going to now be, uh, as you said, run away with it because you're talking about Texas talent, you're talking about Oklahoma talent, you're talking about Georgia talent, Alabama talent, Tennessee talent, and Florida talent. All been in a space where if you go to any of the schools in those states, you have a potential every single year of being in the playoffs. And just like the league, you don't care about nothing in December, but are you in the playoffs? Yeah, you want to win the division and you want to have the one seed, but at the end of the day, uh, we won it on the road, three wild card, three games on the road, and then the Super Bowl. you got to be in it to win it. And I think when it comes to the national championship, it's been 100 years. They used to just give it to you because you were undefeated and try to compare schedules. I think this uh, uh, 12 team is going to push talent to the teams that are most likely to be there. And I think the NIL will will make it sparse with the other teams. And so I just see it as something that's making college football more of a professional. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sport. And I see uh, guys that really believe that they're going to get a chance uh, taking more and more time off. Uh, even as long as a year. If I know I'm going to be a top five pick and I got to go play my senior year, why not train to become a pro? Why not get into the financial space? Why not continue to get my degree and get my body ready uh, and my mindset ready to play? So I just think it's causing a uh, a shift that has a huge ripple effect uh, beyond just the SEC dominate. Yeah, I think so too, Corey. And uh, real quick, we're going to go to a caller here just one second, uh, Corey. Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion, calling in today as uh, he's celebrating – uh, Christmas uh, today, but one note is the Texas Longhorns are going to be playing Georgia next season in 2024. They also will pay a visit to Corey Harris's Vanderbilt Commodores next season, so that's going to be fun to see, have them joining the SEC for the first time ever, uh, and I'm not, I still need to study all these conferences again, but we're going to go to our caller. Uh, he's, the caller is going to introduce themselves, so we're excited to have you, caller. I don't know your name yet, uh, but welcome to uh, the Coach and Corey Show here with Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion, and the coach. What's going on? Oh, this for me. This for me. No, it's for you. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know you. I didn't know you had somebody else on hold. Uh, no, you. Yeah, we we've been holding on for you, my brother. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is right. My name is Rashid. First time caller. Good to talk to you all. Rashid, how are you, brother? I, I'm doing all right. Doing Merry all right. Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to y'all too. What uh, you got? What are you I'm, thinking? Uh, I, a lot of things. You know, what I mean, I could be on the phone with y'all the rest of the morning. I like talking <laughs> sports, but uh, uh, I'm a diehard Steelers fan. Okay. Uh, nice win the other night. Fan. Yeah, yeah. Not yesterday, yeah. You, very you shouldn't good be very talking good after that Raiders debacle. Hey, you shut up over there and be quiet before I come over there. And <laughs> now well, I have my whole security guard in here, and she he may does, not be the got, tallest. He's got his daughter here, Rashid. So I use shut up. I probably shouldn't have said that. No, I say it all the time. He said, "Anyway, go ahead, man. Well, yeah, talk Steelers. Let's go." I, I, I want to get you all's opinion in regards to Mike Tomlin. Okay. Uh, I am pro Mike Tomlin. I'm a diehard Steelers fan, but I think uh, Steelers fans are, you know, just like, uh, you know, granted, uh, with Steelers fans, Cowboys fans, and 49ers fans, because of our history, I think at times we can get a little delusional. Hmm. And what I mean by that is our team is not as, from a personnel standpoint, it's not as good as we think it is. Hmm. So, in my personal opinion, for Tomlin be 8-7 with this squad – I think it's unreal, in my personal opinion. It might be his best coaching season uh, I, without a Super Bowl, obviously. I'm just saying regular season <clears throat> maybe his best I, ever. I'll let Corey Harris comment on uh, on Tomlin, and I've got my thoughts about Tomlin and, and, the, and the Steelers organization. But, Corey Harris, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Tomlin? Uh, well, first of all, I got clicked off coach on back in. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is the difference in a program and a good team. Mike Tomlin um, – uh, has has weathered the storm uh, with talent. He's fit in an organization that's only had, I think, four coaches. Um, Coward, Chuck Noll, and uh, I think four coaches. Um, I think the last few years they've made some bad choices. To um, I, I think they stayed a little bit too long with Ben, uh, and, and I, I think that you know you can show loyalty, and, and when loyalty gets kind of mixed with the business, you end up making um decisions I think much like Garoppolo leaving uh New England. I think they should have I think they should have uh forced Tom's hand and uh kept Jimmy. But I think Tomlin is a great coach. I don't think he's done. I think he is a no nonsense guy that has enough sense to um temper um the old school style with what's happening now and, and the dealing with the mentality and the mindset of the uh, athletes that he's getting now. Um, I heard something that I didn't like that uh, uh, that seemed pretty unusual to me, and I think it was referring to the uh, receiver. Um, is it Pickens? I think it yeah, is. Yeah, it's Pickens, yeah. You there? We lost Corey yeah. again. But we got Rashid back. Hey, Rashid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all hung me up. Y'all hung me up. I apologize. Yeah, y'all hung me up. Rashid, so so here's what I said. I said this a few weeks ago. We were talking about the best uh, NFL organizations, the best teams, best programs, best franchises. And I said that the Pittsburgh Steelers is the best franchise in NFL history. And because we were talking about stability and we were talking about, I specifically talked about how consistent they have been with keeping coaches for as long as they have. You know, Tomlin's won two Super Bowls, I believe. And he um, won one, just one. He won just one. Oh, did he? Yeah, he, he won. He, he's been the two, but he's only won one. Yeah, because he won the one in what was it? Two? 
not not 2010, but the one where I think he beat, I, I think Arizona nine. He beat Arizona. Yeah, he beat Arizona. Yeah, and, and, I'm sorry. As a head, as a, I should rephrase that. As a head football coach, he's won one. As an assistant yeah. football coach, he won another. So he's won two, uh, two total Super Bowls as a coach, which says a lot about him. Tomlin. So the question that's going to come to Pittsburgh is. This season, to me, is one of the – I mean, I looked at their – I thought there's no way that they have a chance of doing anything this season because I'm not a, I'm not a fan of um, Pickett. Uh, I just – I mean, he's okay. I think he's going to be a journeyman in the NFL and a backup most of his career. I don't think he's your guy, uh, but that's just my two thoughts. Is he your guy as a Steelers fan? Do you think he's your guy? So, <laughs> as a Steelers fan, i got to be optimistic. He's the second year in the league. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards your thoughts. I'm kind of leaning towards how you feel about him. I mean, unfortunately, I mean he's probably the best quarterback we got right now. But I mean, that's not saying much, you know. What no, I'm saying? So, I mean Trubisky's I'm gonna give, not I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He's still young, so that's why I got to ride with. Yeah, he's you got to. Yeah, yeah. I love your fandom, man. I love your fandom. So <laughs> uh, I dig it. I dig it. So who would you be giving a gift to this Christmas in the sports world, and who would you not give a gift to? And you can say you would uh, not give a gift to the Baltimore Ravens because Corey would be fine with that, I'm sure. Uh, you got, I mean, the, you got to give a gift to, you know, I, I listen to some of you. you gotta, I mean, I think the Crimson Tide got the best gift of all. I mean, they were. Oh, I like that. They were handed a playoff bid. I mean, you just, yeah, I mean. They were I handed think, a playoff bid or were they? did they earn it? I think they earned it. Oh, man. You so, beat Georgia. You beat Georgia. Oh, man. So, I mean, now, you know, I, I was listening to part of it before I got on. You know, uh, they beat Georgia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. They beat Georgia. Uh, yep. So, I think a lot of times where uh, when you start talking about you get into the SEC dynamic, you know, yep. it's year by year by year by year. Georgia had a 29-game winning streak, yeah. yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? This year, you know what I mean, um, the SEC was not the reputation that everybody wants the SEC to have. It, it just wasn't. You right. know what I mean? Right. So this this SEC, the best conference in America, I mean, I, I know – and even – I get it. There's certain bias, and I mean the SEC is what it is. You yeah, know what I mean? Is. But this I mean, year, this year was not it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it and, doesn't matter. Georgia was it. They still were it. They were undefeated. Alabama only lost to Texas. Texas is in the Final Four teams of the CFP. Alabama. I've said it for weeks. I said it for weeks, Rashad. <laughs> leading up to it for five to six weeks, I kept saying that on this show. The Nick Saban effect is real. The Nick Saban effect is real. I agree with that. And I, I agree. also said they yeah. were terrible the first couple of games. They benched their starter, who now looks like a, a Heisman candidate for next year. But, hey, we appreciate your call. I got to get to break, man. Hey, you're one of our good friends now. Uh, call the show anytime you want, every Sunday morning, 8 to 10 on the Sunday morning scramble. We appreciate you, my brother. Uh, Merry Christmas, Thank you. Dude. Thank you. All right. Appreciate Merry you. Merry Christmas, y'all, too. Thanks. Yeah, you. we're going uh, to listen to Sunday morning scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio. I'm running a little bit behind, but we're having a great conversation so far. And we'll see you on the other side on the Sunday morning scramble on Nashville Sports Radio. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. 
thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens. They've got the coldest beers. And guess what? It's dog-friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin. And that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Tanja's sent you. Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to Get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. It's a Bill King show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Turn that up a little bit. Turn that up a little turn bit. Turn that back up. Yeah, turn that back up a little bit. Let I'm thinking that, Let it ride. Let it ride. Uh, uh-uh. 
uh-uh-uh. It's one of them songs you can't interrupt. You just gotta let it. And why are you talking? I'm telling you to be quiet. morning scramble in the christmas spirit you got will the producer looking at him straight in the face every single sunday morning and uh not a painful thing he's a sharp looking guy over there keeps himself clean cut you know he's learning a lot since Corey and i came into his life about life love and the pursuit of happiness and you got Corey here don't say anything or you're gonna ruin the moment i just gave you a wonderful compliment so you're getting ready to say something no, i wasn't okay no. and we got Corey here super bowl champion on the under the under the line up in indiana Corey, what's going on this morning Man, nothing. Glad to be back in the in the place that uh, made me who I am. Uh, being on the air with you guys, Angry Will and his beautiful daughter, and uh, Coach G, of course. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. On a scale of one to ten, what is your likeness of Will? I am over here. What would you? Where would you rate him as a likable person? Oh man, Will is up there in the nine ten range. He's very. Oh, look at that compliments. Yeah, I Will like is- it. Very likable. Now, but there are some guys, that can, they can jump down to one star quick. Will is quick. one of those versatile guys. He has versatility. Oh, my God. <laughs> got versatility. Now I got versatility. <laughs> hey, talk about versatility. We're talking uh, Kick the Stereotypes, Corey's Foundation. I'm so excited about what 2024 is going to look like for Kick the Stereotypes, which is just continuing to grow and to impact people in so many ways. And, uh, Corey, uh, give a little insight into Kick the Stereotypes quickly because we only have a few minutes in this segment because I've gone long as usual. But um, Kick the Stereotypes, what is it? And then the event, and how do we get people connected to support this foundation, Corey? Well, first of all, it's a, it's a grand thing. And, and and very simply, one of the first things we're doing this year, 2024, uh, as, as we start to grow and we lay the foundation for uh, exposing kids to different sports that they typically wouldn't have access to, our main goal this this year over the next couple of years is to take the world's game of football, known as soccer in in America, to the black communities in, in America. And the black community in America are the are the only group, the only community in the entire world that does not play soccer by the masses. And so when I say that, sometimes black people get get mad. No, we play soccer. We play, but uh, if you go in other countries, soccer is a poor poor sport. Uh, anywhere, made up uh, uh, soccer balls, same way we make basketballs and shoot on the hanger, uh, you won't go in black communities and see that now. And our goal is to take this wonderful game uh, to the black community. We're doing that through a couple of vehicles. One of those we started in November called Let's Play Soccer Day. And we're just, we believe completely that experiences and perspective uh, transforms and change lives and minds. And so giving our kids an experience and a game that the world loves, a game that can change their lives. We have athletes that, that have gone out of the country, 13, 14 years old, uh, to be able to play. Uh, the cultural gaps that are closed, the physical benefits of this game. And if you want any information, we'll, we'll have constantly be having things throughout the year, being able to have scholarships, support, uh, soccer programs, uh, even uh, next year as we go this year and do some recon, having opportunities for kids to get their passport and leave the country. Uh, in our Passport Football Academy, and it's all this thanks to sponsors and especially uh, John Ingram and the Community Foundation for helping us launch this thing and make this thing happen. We have some uh, great opportunities. And so coming up, we have a, a private fundraising event 
Um, and you can go to uh, Kick the Stereotypes Foundation, types with an S, kickthestereotypesfoundation.org, and see more about the foundation. Um, and and uh, donate, register for Let's Play Soccer Day 2, which will be February the 19th. Uh, one of the things that we do is we do it on uh, school days off so that parents will have an opportunity to their kids to not waste time during the whole day. And so this event is from 9 to 3. Uh, it's a great event. Uh, superstar like uh, Brent Goulet with the highest licensing that you can do to teach um, techers, um, uh, and Preston, uh, who brought some of the best analytical equipment. It was just a super uh, uh, dope, fun opportunity at, at that event. And so if you want information, you can go to, you can email us at info at kickthestereotypesfoundation.org um, or go straight to the website. Um, I love it, man. I love, I'm really excited to see, uh, I, well, I've watched over the last three years, uh, Corey and the foundation and everything just, just continue to evolve into what it's becoming. Uh, we've got to go to break, and then I'm looking forward to 2024 uh, for that. And um, uh, when we come back, I actually have a question. I want to continue talking a little bit about Kick the Stereotypes, but um, I also want to really quickly sp – uh, we can't forget our sponsors, Corey, Kick the Stereotypes, Matt over at Double Dogs. What up, Matt? I got a picture on my phone sent text to me of the uh, coach's Double Dog, Double Dog meal from somebody that's a beautiful picture of a beautiful meal that I want right now. Uh, Lauren Tullis at State Farm in Hendersonville, uh, another great sponsor this year. Nashville Toyota North, another great sponsor. And soon to be a sponsor is Rhythm City JR. And then uh, the DraftKings, man. DraftKings Sports and Social. We love you guys. Awesome. Uh, love, awesome. We've spent a lot of time, Corey, especially spent a lot of time there. But we wanted to say thank you to all of our sponsors as we move into 2024. Corey and I've got some bigger and better things that are going to be coming up in 2024 for the show, the Coach and Corey show here on the Sunday Morning Scramble on Nashville Sports Radio. We'll see you on the other side. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tanja sent you
Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody who loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Ah, uh, the Sunday morning scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio. We are kicking it, having some fun here. Christmas Eve, Christmas is in the air. Will is in the air with his Merry Christmas little tiny sweater on. Here you go. Here we go. And uh, I didn't even think about wearing Christmas stuff. I'm so disappointed. But, hey, uh, we're coming up on the other side. It is going to be all NFL talk, your Titans, NFL playoffs. It is that time of year. It is week 16. There are some monster football games coming up. And we're going to answer the question with Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion, as to why is it that some of these teams that look so great one week and look like they're Super Bowl contenders look so bad the next week like they're not going to make the playoffs? We're going to talk about that on the other side. You're listening to Sunday Morning Scramble on Nashville Sports Radio. AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. Fog grounding several flights this Christmas Eve morning at Chicago O'Hare. But elsewhere, delays and cancellations have been minimal this holiday weekend. On the roads, AAA says some 115 million Americans are traveling 50 miles or more through New Year's Day, and some could be hitting wintry weather. Those dreaming of a white Christmas might see a blizzard instead in parts of Nebraska and South Dakota, where winds could gust up to 55 miles per hour with heavy snow coming down around 8 to 18 inches possible in parts of Nebraska and South Dakota between now and Thursday. And we're also looking at drifting, of course, with that wind and power outages possible, too. ABC meteorologist Kenton Jawicki. In Florida, a manhunt for a gunman who opened fire inside a mall, killing a man and wounding a woman. Happened at the Paddock Mall in Ocala outside Orlando. Police calling the shooting targeted. Witnesses say the gunman was dressed in all black, including a face mask. This is ABC News. Hey, if you have ugly yellow toe fungus, you got to hear about the secret two-minute trick that I found for my husband. It works from both the inside and the outside. Thousands of people are using it to get rid of their toe fungus. You can check it out at crystalflush.com. Jake started off with a small spot on his big toe and then it spread and got really bad. His toes were nasty. It was so embarrassing. He was afraid to take his socks off. He hid his yellow and crumbly toes from everyone. 
He tried everything to get rid of it. Nothing helped. And then we found crystalflush.com. It was the only thing that worked. In just a few weeks, his toes looked amazing. He's now walking around barefoot again. You guys need to try this. I'm telling you, this stuff is different. It's not sold in stores, but go check it out at crystalflush.com. They'll even let you try it risk-free so you have nothing to lose. But whatever you do, don't let it get worse. You don't have to live with this anymore. Go check it out now. Just click over to crystalflush.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. It's time for the Sunday Morning Scramble, your recipe to feed your sports fandom. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. The Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by DraftKings Sports and Social, Downtown Nashville, and State Farm Hendersonville agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs in Gallatin. Call into the show and voice your opinion at 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. And now. Here's your host for the Sunday Morning Scramble, 2001 Baltimore Ravens Strong Safety Super Bowl Champion, Corey Harris, and Air Force veteran, longtime football coach, Greg Tonjes. Oh, yeah. I'm loving what Adam Johnson, the director of operations for WNSR, has done with some new, fresh tunes and some new, fresh intros. So great job, Adam you get a gift. I don't know what the gift is, but it's going to be good. Uh, maybe a round of golf we go play somewhere. But thank you for those efforts. We love it. Corey Harris, have you heard those new intros? You liking that, man? I'm hey, loving he gonna, it. He's going to get two lumps of coal and a shot of tequila for that. <laughs> <laughs> two lumps That's, of coal and a shot of tequila. A shot of tequila, two lumps of coal. Hey, I don't think he really drinks, so I'll, I'll take the tequila off his hands. Even though <laughs> I, 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 don't, I barely drink as well. But I, I would like to end the year. Uh, with a tequila shot. But, hey, Greg, it looks like we uh, got a caller to start the second Let's hour. go. Let's bring him on. Let's go. Good morning. Corey. Good morning. You're talking to the coach and Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion. Who we got calling in and from where? Hey, fellas, it's uh, Bob from Bellevue. Hey, Bob from Bellevue. Welcome to the show this morning, man. What uh, what type of topic would you like to cover this morning with us? This is my favorite topic, and it gets talked about weekly now. It's paying. It's paying college football players. Oh, I love yeah. this. I love this topic, and I'm not going to be popular today. But I don't try to be popular. I just try to tell the truth. So, I hear people saying it's about time these players got paid. Well, I want the people to understand 
they're getting they're they're still playing on a scholarship, and these these teams are not paying the players any more than they were last month or two months ago or two years ago. NIL has come along, and if you're a popular, talented player like a Caleb Williams, who's advertising, I think, for Wendy's, or Bryce Young when he was at Alabama, he was advertising for Dr. Pepper. Those guys are getting NIL. Your average college player is not getting any NIL. Now, have I said anything that's not true so far? Well, so, you know, you hit on a topic that is not going to ever not be a topic because it's only going to get more significant. And to answer your question, no, there are uh, there are lesser players at lesser schools. I want to say, Will, wasn't it Texas uh, – or Texas. Wasn't it Tennessee State that has a player that's NIL making, like, big bucks? They had one. They had uh, one, yeah. I don't I... – So, so to, to the point is these – some of these players that that have any, you know, think about this for a second. Yeah. Archie yeah. Manning, Archie Manning, uh, his son or grandson there at Texas has literally virtually played almost no football, and he's a multimillionaire already. You know, and, and you said, but but you said Archie Manning. He's I didn't. Got the I, Manning. Said, I said you're I said Archie Manning. About Arch. Yeah. I said yeah, Archie Manning's grandson. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he hasn't even. T- that's the, the the one. So I got a couple problems with all of this. Okay, Corey, Corey and I are complete okay. opposites on this. So I'm gonna have Corey give his take too. But my take okay. is this: it's all become a business. I don't agree with it because I don't agree with a couple big things. Because number one, you are being paid already. You're paid a hundred thousand plus scholarship, depending on which school you go to, to go there yeah. and represent your school and play the sport that you love. You're not there to become a millionaire. Okay, you're not there to be built up and become a millionaire. And a lot of these guys that are becoming millionaires in college football haven't even stepped on the field. They might have been in a practice or two, but they're they're using their business sense be, to become they, they're taking advantage of it, which they should because it's been offered now. But I don't agree because it's it's making it's changing the whole entire college landscape. I also believe it's changing what now all these different conferences are completely different. Now, college football doesn't look the same. It doesn't feel the same. And then if I can add to that, that a lot of these players who became millionaires while they're in college are even opting out of representing their school uh, in bowl games. Now, I'm going to stop that you right there. That pisses me off. Hold on. I'm almost done with my okay. rant. All right, go I was it. just Now you made me mess up. But it pisses me off that part, too, where these guys that have become millionaires because of NIL have opted out of their bowl games, too. It's all tied together. It's all a business. It never used to be like this. So I'm on your side. Corey is not. So I can't wait to hear what Corey has. Will, what do you got? Now, here's what I'm going to say. And I'm gonna, I'm, to an extent, I'm going to disagree with you both. Okay. I have no issues with players making themselves personal brands, which I've, I've, I think that's kind of one of the, the biggest things with the NIL. Um, making yourself a, you know, taking that personal brand that now social media has, you know, we all know what social media has become. And I have no issues with the way that sports and social media have coalesced with each other. That's that. Now, when it comes to players opting out of bowl games, I'm sorry. It's tied to the money, but too. If I'm telling I you right know, now, 100%. On, I, I give you that. But if I know I'm going to go top even 50 in the draft. Yeah, but why and, is it, and, why and, is it and now? I have had maybe a slight nick throughout the season. Why is it now? You damn skippy I'm sitting out that bowl game, especially you, if I know I'm – okay, the year – let's do it like this. Uh, the last time Colorado made it to a bowl game, Sam mm-hmm. Ellinger – from Texas, yep. who's now a backup quarterback somewhere in the NFL. Last time I checked, it was with the Indianapolis Colts. He was. He is. But um, set out of the ball game. Inserts now Casey Thompson the third, who balled. 
right? Sam Ellinger's draft stock plummeted drastically. But there have been other players that have benefited from not playing in bowl games because I understand. I got, listen, nobody's ever going to be able to convince me that of this. And it all has to do with the NIL and them being a lot. Listen, okay. Coach, let me ask you something, coach. Yes. Let me ask you something, coach. All right, let's start with the Caller, you hit on a hot topic, just so you you know. You really did. Let's let's look at this. Coach, if all your bills got paid for your job, all right, you went to work every day, 40 hours, 40-plus hours. You probably worked 60 to 80 hours. You worked 60 to 80 hours, and then uh, you go home, all your bills are paid, but let's just say your life zeroes out. Let's say you got $10,000 a month worth of worth of bills. Nothing extra, nothing more, but that keeps your lips out of water, you good. And you don't get money, but because you work at that dealership, your bills get paid. You don't get no extra money, anything. You can't work either. You can't go work no other job. But the car dealership, the owners and the you a salesman and the general managers, everybody else there has guaranteed contracts. Period. No matter what happens, whether they sell cars and are great or not, the bottom line is for for uh, multiple decades, the NCAA, the people behind it, the businesses behind it, everybody but the talent has been getting money. Guaranteed. Nick Saban and, and uh, Clemson's coach Dabo, before they saw players wasn't going for it, they were against it. You're making $13, $14 million a year, never going to get a concussion, never going to have an issue. Some of you never even played football, but your, your contracts are guaranteed, and y'all want these boys to go out and put their life on the line, literally, from college on, and have an issue with them making money when the people that are running them ragged are making hundreds of millions of, and billions of dollars? That's ridiculous. It's against the American way. Bob, what's your thoughts? All right, I'm going to sum it up right here. There's a three-year NFL rule, and because of that rule, colleges don't need to answer to no 18-, 19-, 20-year-old. It's a little bit different than other things. In college basketball, you can sit out one year after you graduate, and then you can go to the you can go immediately to college, G League, overseas. In football, you got to sit out three years, period. And because of that, if you don't want to play college football, there's a chance if you sit out – Take Patrick Mahomes somehow fell through the cracks and went to Texas Tech. Let's say he don't play at Texas Tech at all, sits out three years. There's a shot. He, he will never get drafted. These players need to play college football. And they do. because the, they, they're over a barrel, I mean, I'm, if I'm a college, I'm not going to increase my scholarship. I know they need me. These players, and, and here's what the players won't tell you they love getting free housing, food, cable, electric, and, and, and water. They don't have to pay any bills for three or four years. They love that. And then if they don't get their scholarship paid for, how many of these players can afford to get a college degree? Not a lot of them. Some of them can. So they get a free college degree. Then go back to the NFL. NFL don't care how you play against Dixon County and Ezell Harding. How did you play against Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State? So you need to play. So what I'm saying is there's a three-year rule. They're over a barrel. The colleges didn't do it. It's an NFL rule. I don't need to answer to the players. And the Supreme Court never said a word about these colleges taking sharing their money from game day tennessee probably makes seven eight million dollars for every home game they don't have to share that supreme court said they didn't they don't have to they don't have to pay share their money from uh 
you know, these, you know, game day or bowl games or playoff games or TV money. They don't have to share that is what I'm saying. And because of the three-year rule, I would not give into it. And the colleges are not. This money is coming from NIL. It's coming from boosters, a lot of it. Now you got Dr. Pepper and Wendy's are paying the, you know, those upper echelon players. But to say that every college football player, when the majority of them are terrible, the majority, yeah. there's 130. There's 130 college football. Vanderbilt don't have very many players that deserve to be paid. Let's face it. But they get, a, but they get a hundred million dollar check. Well, I, that, the, that's fine, but what, you can't force me in America. You ain't got to you know, force you. you if the talent stuck together, you can't force me. I was, if I was playing in the NFL because, right now and I was on the Super Bowl winning on, on the two right, teams at the Super Bowl, right. I would have been making calls when that game start for them multi million dollar commercials. I would stay in the locker room for fifteen minutes just to show, just to make a point about who is in control. Without no talent, there is no game. If I was on one of the Super Bowl, well, I would call captain yeah. the captain and say, we sitting out until we get a written agreement, yeah. hey, guaranteed hey, contract. In the I, NFL, the I, same thing I, in college. I got to let you go, Bob. I'm loving this. I mean, um, I, hey, they'll, they'll, the fellas, they'll never sit out. They need the money. They'll never sit out. They're over a barrel, and you don't have to answer tonight. Hey, Bob. You get colleges are not going to pay you more than the scholarship. They don't have to. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, I appreciate you, Bob. And, Thanks you know, th- this is a topic that's just going to continue on. And, it, you know, the, it, look, look, here's one thing that Corey and I can, and, and Will, the producer, can agree on reference NIL. Uh, that, or, pardon me, reference college football in general. College football has completely changed over the last five to 10 years, dramatically. It started with players demanding. I mean, you can listen. You can all. You can go all the way back to the Ed O'Bannon situation at UCLA, where they used his name and image and likeness. It wasn't called that back in the day, but where he went to court over it on the front cover of uh, the college, um, the college basketball video game. I can't remember the exact. But I think it was EA Sports. Maybe I don't remember. Don't hold me to that, but. I'm just saying that you go all the way. That's a long time ago. The O'Bannon brothers that played at UCLA. That that, that it started then when they're like, "How come we're not being paid for this?" And then right. it carried over to uh, Johnny Manziel at Texas A&M when it became, you know, uh, Manziel Mania and Johnny Football, and people were calling him Johnny Football, and he felt that that should be trade. All right, listen, the money has changed the dynamic and the landscape of college football, and it's never going to be the same again. Ever, 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 and or should it? Or should it? I'd no, rather I have it. Back... Nor should it. It shouldn't be the same. I want it back the way it was before. Or, okay. or yeah. are we just entering a new generation of college football that is revenue gener- generated? Yes, and we are absolutely one hundred percent. Well, that's the best point you brought up. In players, the year players should have been getting a percentage of the ball games. You telling me they can't give a players percentage of the ball games? That'll keep players in. Take you reckon the school is getting a thirteen million dollar check. Why not take one point three ten percent of that and split it amongst the players that play in that game? I don't. I, I think that's a great idea. I, and I guess the other part of it, I appreciate Bob's call. Bob, please call back anytime you want. I appreciate Bob bringing this up. We were supposed to be talking to NFL football, but this is obviously on the plate in a lot of people's minds with college football. But and we're going to get to NFL the rest of the show uh, for the next forty five minutes. But I'm just saying that that. The NIL talk, the the look, Will just said it very well. I thought, um, g- good job, Will. Will, Will, the producer, very, very good thought. We love you, Will. 
I, I hope you make it through the rest of the show breathing because that shirt, that Christmas sweater is very, very tight on you. But very, very now tight. remember, I have my security guard here. Yeah, he is. He's got his daughter here, so I better just. Now I say my security guard. Oh, what's don't let her guard? diminutive size fool you. Oh yeah, I bet she's feisty. Um, but you know, Corey, I mean, it's it's uh, what Will said was it's just this is the new the new new. I mean, this is just this is it. This is what it's going to be. It's going to continue to evolve, probably into things that I don't particularly care for. Bob doesn't care for it, and you know, I'm a little older, uh, you know, than than you, Corey. I'm, I'm uh. A little, just a little bit older than Will, um, and so I'm I'm more old school. I mean, you know, I'm more when I played. I'm not. I'm gonna play every single game. I don't care. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. You know, once you start thinking about injuries, guess what's gonna happen to you? You're don't gonna you. get injured, yeah. right, Corey? Am I wrong? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, great big topic that we'll continue to talk uh, through. And you know, we need to, Corey. We need to have um. Uh, your friend that runs this the the business about NIL on to to explain okay. it more and go in depth more. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying right now, but maybe as we lead up to the national championship game. In fact, yes, as we, that Sunday before the national championship, let's get her on to talk NIL. And Bob, we appreciate again you calling. Hey, mom, you. Yes, 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 yeah. Great call we had her with her a couple months ago about this same topic. Uh, we got a couple minutes left till break. We are talking. Football, 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 NFL football, Titans and Seahawks. Man, I, I like the Seahawks coming in here today, Corey. I drove by the stadium and the lights are on and I know people are out there queuing. We want you to call in right now and talk some football. 615-844-5600. Here's what I want you to call in, callers. We've got a, we're breaking records for callers today, which we love, is call in and let us know, does your favorite NFL team deserve a gift this Christmas? Mm. Does your favorite NFL team deserve a gift this Christmas? My favorite NFL team is the, the San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers, and they do not deserve, they deserve a lot of lumps of coal for what that organization has allowed to happen to a team that everybody says every year has great talent and then they suck. Or a better I'm defense. Sick of it. <laughs> what about a better defense? Because you gave up sixty three points a couple of oh weeks my prior God. Why do you keep to saying a Raiders this? team that Corey, got does, shut out? Corey, does he not know that Sunday this is prior. our show? Does yeah. he not know that? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, dog. Hey, hey, it. hey, hey. Let's, hey. Let, let's look Who's at it your like favorite this. Team? Who's your favorite team? I'm a Jets fan, so okay. I'm going to get to that. Okay, Jets suck. Just well, so you know. Yeah, that's obvious. But Jets, Jets have sucked longer. In fact, the Jets actually have the longest non-playoff streak of any NFL team. Just. Just so you know, because I'm a stats guy. Yeah, it comes cool. I'm the coach, and I pay yeah. attention to stuff. That's I pay any, attention to any a lot of pro things, sports too. team. They have the longest streak without playoffs of any pro sport. Pickleball. <laughs> Pickleball. They got the worst <laughs> drought in sports history. I'm talking pro marbles. Pro <laughs> marbles. Checkers, chess. <laughs> the see, worst. Uh... They're the worst. So you can't even comment on the Chargers. So once your Jets become some type of a force – in the NFL, which they might never in, in your lifetime again be such. I can't remember the last time they were. You can comment on stuff like the Chargers. And uh, like I was saying before you rudely interrupted, Will, because your anger is coming out again and your daughter's watching. So no, you probably not. should not let it come out. No, And it's Sunday. You're probably going to go to church later, so calm down over there. No, I'm 615-844-5600. Should your team receive a, receive a gift or should they go giftless? Not to be mistaken for shirtless, Corey Harris. My team, coach. Yeah, talk to me. Nearly deserves one. The Ravens, 
Boy, we're gonna have a Lam- we're gonna have a Lamarvelous Zay day, baby. We giving out the flowers. Let me tell you the <laughs> I think the only thing we might be missing, and I ain't really paid a, a lot of attention to it. I will as we get closer because rosters change and all that. But listen, them Ravens in the Bible, God used them to feed uh, uh, people in the in the time. Feed, uh, I, I forgot who it was. He used the Ravens to feed who are known as stingy birds. That was showing you that it was it was God. Are you, really, whoa, you whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Are you really bringing up Bible stories in relationship to the yeah, Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, God used Ravens? the Raven to feed, feed Yeah, he did. And, uh, I, 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 I know, but, I mean, really, we're bringing Man, up the scriptures, you, the holy scriptures that talk point, about Ravens football. My point was getting, you know, sometimes they say it's destined. You had that feeling. Like, when you're on the team, like the year that we won the Super Bowl, yeah. we got two punts blocked in a game. If you look up what the stats are for a punt, getting blocked and the the percentage that the team wins and then two getting blocked the odds of them uh winning listen man when it's destined is destined you got that feeling and you win however you got to win and i think the ravens deserve the one of the biggest gifts ever given for the giving season santa need to have a double triple semi sled for the ravens because they out there doing their thing yeah, oh man. Uh, all right. Well, that that this this show is sponsored, and that commercial by the Baltimore Ravens. Thank you, Baltimore Ravens, for in DraftKings, in DraftKings Sports and Social. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to go to break. Uh, Titan Seahawks talk after this. Um, uh, big question marks as to how the Titans are going to respond. I mean, they can play spoiler. They seem like they're living up to it. But uh, is that what you see, fans? We want to hear from you after the break. Uh, lines are open right now. Uh, they're cleared out, so 615-844-5600. I want to come out to the game today. I want to come to a party in the parking lot. So if somebody's out there that wants to invite the coach, because I'm very lonely today, Corey is not next to me. I'm pretending that he's here, uh, but he is on the phone. And we're going to talk, is Pete Carroll underrated as a coach in the NFL? And we'll talk Titans in their uh, their drive. Uh, but you're listening to the, the your, their drive as they finish out the season and uh, we are, you are listening. We are, we are, we are, you are listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. This is Corey Harris, SEC Legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. 
What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tajes sent you And now, Paramount Roofing and Exteriors is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, serving Middle Tennessee. For all your roofing and exterior needs, give the pros a call today at 615-635-1790. 615-635-1790. That's Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, LLC. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. New MTSU football coach Derek Mason. Right now, man, I get the best of both worlds. I get a chance to coach a football team, build a program, do it in a place that I'm somewhat familiar with, and do it with my family. It's important that this area, this community, uh, like really gets a chance to get behind something that it believes in. And I believe MTSU is that program. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. favorites. God, I just love Christmas. That's one of my favorite songs in the history of life. Isn't that like a Manchester Orchestra or something like that? Fans, you are waiting to see the eight-year-old version of Greg Conjures. Oh, <laughs> hey man, you know what I used to do for Christmas? So uh, back in the day, you know, of course, uh, you know, I was young and, you know, uh, believed in Santa Claus because he's so real. He is the man, incredible man. Met him a couple times, and uh, but I used to Corey. I used to, I used to make sure that my gifts were separated and divided from all the others because I felt like I was the most important kid in the home, as I was the oldest kid in the home. And uh, the Colonel, my dad, Earl Tonjes, and Mom used to have spectacular Christmases and still do to this day. Uh, spoiling every grandchild and every person imaginable. They sent me a box of Kansas City steaks this year, bro. Kansas City steaks, straight from Kansas City. It's a big old box. With, oh, my God. But anyway, I what I would do with my guests is I'd crawl out there about, I don't know, 4 in the morning, and I literally would crawl like an Army guy, you know. And I'd cruise through the hallways on the ground. Yeah, I know. I'd crawl, in the, crawl on, my, on my, my, my elbows, you know, and slither through the hallways of my house so you were preparing yourself for the air force i assume yes i was Uh, very much so and uh i'd get out to the living room and this one christmas i didn't know but my dad's dad my grandpa grandpa tanjas he he was asleep on the couch out there and so i'm 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 like oh crap i gotta get a different plan man 
And I had a little tiny flashlight that I'd stolen from somewhere, probably uh, probably a convenience store, uh, thievery, uh, Corey. And so Wait, I, go back, go back, go yes, back. You yes. stole something? I don't know, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I was a good kid for the I most mean, part. I you, mean, you stole it like in 1976. So I doubt whomever. Yeah, I was 10 years old, so that's probably when I did it. Yeah. How do you know that? Uh, just Google numbers. Yeah, good guess. And so I'd get out there, and I would get in there with this little flashlight, and I'd find all the ones that said to Gregory from Santa. And I'm like, Santa, you did good. And then I'd take all those gifts, and I'd move all the ones with my name on them, and I'd put them in the corner. And then I would slither my way back to bed and be shocked in the morning that all my gifts were together and all my sisters were shat, were smothered and smothered all over the place under the tree, but mine were organized. What do you think of that, Corey? I think that sounds like something I can see you doing, Coach. I can see the whole crawling. I yep. can see you like one of the cartoons slithering upside behind your grandpa on the couch, <laughs> climbing up to buy the, the, the star in the tree, yep. and sliding down and, and getting all your gifts, gifts to the side. Yep. One of your sisters taking it, and you probably losing your whole top of your head because one of your gifts is gone. Yeah, they touch my gifts, they're going to lose it. They're going to lose a finger. And uh, and I would I would also uh, even to this day when we go home for Christmas to my parents because it's a big deal they have like twenty seven trees in their home Corey and Will twenty seven Christmas trees all different themes in their Christmas tree they still have a tree from when uh, we were kids and we all get together open gifts Christmas morning and I will stash my gifts and not open them They're like my dad will hand them out he plays Santa and he hands them out and I take my gifts. And I, I put them to the side so that when everybody else is done, I can be on the show, the, 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 the spotlight. I can be the one opening the gifts. And they're like, where did those gifts come from? And I'm like, ah, wouldn't you like to know? And I got a gift coach. Yeah. Other people that deserve it. Yes. It goes to my, this goes to Coach David Braun and my college roommate, athletic director uh, of Northwestern. Um, after the, the whole hazing thing that they went through for that mm, thing, yeah. galvanized together. And I really look at that university because I see them as a lot uh, like Vanderbilt in terms of, For sure. you know, the, the type of athletes. And I just want to, I just want to, you know, and today, if you can see me, Coach, I got on, like, one of my, my the best gifts ever. This is the giving season. I got my Eric Dickinson jersey, autographed Eric Dickinson jersey that uh, uh, Dr. Greg gave to me. And so I just wanted to, to get them their gift for being resolute and really what how you talking coach what college football is really supposed to be about yeah uh, about the team uh about what the goal is no matter what you're going through and for them to go through what they went through and then to step up and win that bowl game last night out in vegas uh, i think it was utah state they play i think it was uh, uh it was awesome it was awesome that is awesome to see that program come back and uh very very comparable to vanderbilt's organization and as we're shifting now to week 16 here in the NFL, Corey, I've got questions for you and questions for you fans. Uh, 615-844-5600. We're talking Titans, Seahawks today out at Nissan Stadium, 615-844-5600. You can also text that line. That's the same, same line for the phone line, text line, phone line. is. Let me ask you this. So, you know, the week this week leading up to this game for the Titans, uh, they have focused on playing spoiler, Okay. Is that a real thing in the NFL? I mean, I'm hearing that out of the Titans. I haven't really hear that, heard that uh, in my circles with any of the NFL, other NFL teams. I certainly haven't heard from heard that from the Jets, who aren't going to win a game the rest of the year, so it doesn't really matter. And they're not making the playoffs because they haven't, they've had a playoff drought longer than any franchise team. In we any have not given up league. 63 points in a game this year to a team that got shut out the week Okay, prior. next topic. Uh, but, Corey, is there such a thing as 
if you're having a bad season, and I, maybe you can reflect on a bad season, but is there such a thing as, as being that spoiler that's going to knock a team out of the playoffs? You know, I, I think that's a that's an internal. Um, I think that's an internal uh, uh, form of motivation. I think it's I think it's trying to create bullet bulletin board material to keep your your team um, motivated. Um, I don't see it as a real thing. I mean, honestly, you're saying like, oh, I'm gonna get fourth place. I, I'm scheduled to get fourth place, so I'm a trip third place so that they can't get second. Yeah, but you should be wanting to win the games anyway. So I can't really say how much that does or doesn't um, motivate a guy. But I will honestly say that there's definitely something that's internal that, that you're trying to get up some, some energy to win a game or some motivation to get you fired up to win. I, I just don't believe it's enough to – you're a professional. you got a contract. You might not have a job yeah. if you don't do your job. So I don't think that's really a true – thing i mean the titans have made it public this week that that's kind of the direction they're going i've watched some interviews this week uh of players and they're all kind of saying the singing the same song and then last night you know the chargers didn't have anything to play for per se i mean they've got an interim head coach entering everything i mean an interim gm and you know they play uh, last night against the um buffalo bills decent football team not great um up and down and they gave a fight and they were leading most of the game and uh, and, uh, you know, you saw a completely different motivation in that team, uh, the Chargers, as you did a week before, per Will, giving up 63 to the Raiders. But I, I, I want to see the Titans fight today. I, I guess if there's one thing that as a fan, and we'd love to hear from fans on this note, either about the Titans or other uh, 615-844-5600, is I, I want to see my team, my favorite team, the hometown team here, the Titans, fight. I do not want them to lay down uh, these final few games, final three games of the season, right? Uh, you want to see that out of a team, don't you, Corey? Because doesn't can can, can that set the tone for the off season if you finish strong, finish three and zero, two and one, you know, something like that? If I'm a coach, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like we're not going, we we probably not going to the playoffs, but likely not going to the playoffs. We got guys that are lead our team that are hurt, that are not playing. I am finding out this year in real games, the last two games or three games or whatever it is, in practice and work, I'm finding out who wants to have a contract and be on this team next year amongst these guys. Y'all trying out now. I'm going to see who has the heart, who has the – and when you talk about culture, that and that, that's what I mean. If these guys have what Vrabel was known as in terms of how his uh, energy was and what his attitude was and how – like, this wouldn't even be a conversation. So I think for, for me, these last three games, I'm not playing spoiler. I'm trying to find out who's going to be on this team next year. Right. And, uh, you know, that's that's another thought because I'm just looking at their the Titans' schedule. So, of course, they get the Seahawks today. Then they've got at the Texans and then uh, at home against the Jaguars on January 7th. Now, here's a question. If the Titans go 0-3, is Vrabel's job in trouble? If they lose and do not show that fight that we're talking about, and they lose and go, they finish the season. What? How, what losing? Will 
how many have they lost in a row, and what would they lose? They won them against Miami, and then they've lost, what, two in a row? So, they, let's <coughs> see, when was the last time the Titans won the game? They beat the Falcons. No, they beat the Dolphins last time on Monday well, They night beat football. the Dolphins, you're right. They yeah. beat the Dolphins, I don't like them. I'm typically right. Uh, yeah. Thank you for complimenting me. Uh, but, Corey, I, mean, I think Vrabel's job is in trouble if they show no fight through week 17, 16 today, and 17 and 18. I have to disagree. And they go 0-3. Oh I have to disagree. And, I, and the only reason I disagree is because, for one, I mean, the Titans deal with the same thing they deal with every year, which is injuries. Uh, I think that— Excuse. That's an excuse. Yes, yeah, but Sometimes it's happen. a reality, but it's excuses. Yeah, but in, in their case— uh, Every team, every great team has a reality. I, I will say this. I do not feel that Coach Vrabel's job is in jeopardy. Um— now, I feel like going into next year, if they're in the same position next season, then yes, job, that seat may start to get a little warm. Why wouldn't it be, Corey, why wouldn't his he be on the hot seat if he loses three in a row to end the seat? Or actually, he would end up losing five in a row to end this season, and last season ended up losing seven in a row. So you mean to tell me he would not be on the hot seat for losing all those games? And, and and I would say, and I, I defining hot seat, I would say from a standpoint of making the transition, it would be something that's more corporate uh, uh, relative to uh, Rand Carthen having somebody that's a little more locked in with him and timing. I look at it as the same situation of dealing or not dealing um, Derrick Henry versus A.J. Brown. I think that Vrabel wouldn't be fired because of the quarterback situation, the injuries, but when you're talking about if – this is a lame duck year. Like, so next year he goes in and he's doing a, a similar situation. To me, that's a waste of year. So I, I feel like they're back at that same spot, Coach, to a degree. If you're going to make a decision, I think you have to make it based on this year. I think that you got a new uh, uh, GM, yep. uh, young players. You made a couple of decent picks, but you made some horrible signings as well in terms of how they panned out. Um, signing other teams, backup players, with the thought that they would come in and replace your stars. Um signing players that have had a history of, 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 of things related to work ethic. Like, I, I just think that if they're looking ahead and they're saying, well, if he does this, if you're saying to yourself, if he does this again next year, we're going to fire him, you should get rid of him this year. Yeah, I agree. I, I like that. I agree. I, I think if if, uh, if Rabel, if the Titans lose the remaining three games and, and don't and, – and combined with that, like with the Chargers – against the Raiders a week or so ago where the team was completely uninterested in playing football, honestly. I mean, they, they just, I mean, to get 63 put up on you. I think if it's ugly, these final three games, and they lose all three games, I think Vrabel's gone. I really I do. Though. I, don't, I don't see, I, I think he, he, as a former player, he knows too many buttons to push to get his guys to, to go. Like, it just hadn't all gelled for him. If you took certain parts of the last three years and put them together with with Brave, and this is the reason I think you keep him. Like, there have been a couple of trades that I don't know that were his. There have been a couple of things that have impacted this uh, uh, team. And yeah, A.J. Brown, yep. They, may, they may, may stick, allow him to stick around because of his ability. I think one of the, one of the, the most underrated things that you'll see in coaching are uh, – Play coaches that have played the game and have exhibited what they're asking of these players. Right? Rumor, yeah, yeah. Rumor has it, uh, Corey, as you've you've heard, I've heard, everybody's heard 
that Bill Belichick is going to be out in in New England. Can you see New? You know, obviously the people that have hired Vrabel like the philosophical way that the Patriots organization has been run and a coaching philosophy that Vrabel obviously learned a lot from Belichick. Could you see Belichick becoming a Tennessee Titans head coach? And you, you could you see Mike? I don't know. I see. No, exactly, no. I saw exactly where coach. you were going with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Not don't think there's going to be a swap. Possibly on the on the staff. Not a swap. And having that energy uh, in the building, even coming on working uh, uh, as, as as some type of lead consulting with Vrabel. But this is what I see. I see that that the league has bought into uh, the same things the ESPN is doing on the sideline. The league has bought into the league being younger. So the, the 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 as long as there's yeah. parity, it doesn't matter if it's all young guys and the football is horrible. As long as they're scoring and all of these different things, and so I say all that to say, I believe Bill uh, Belichick is has has time has passed because he hasn't uh, found a way to stay attached to the millennial. I don't think that uh, I don't think this conversation, I don't think his style of coaching, I don't think his style of discipline uh, uh, is uh, something that will mesh. With younger guys, I think that's the reason he's getting the result that he's getting up there because he's he's always he's he's put he's put receivers at DB he's put DBs like he's used player skills. Vrabel has certain, like he he knows football, but the problem is when you lose touch with your soldiers, you can't win the war. Well, and somebody that does not lose touch with their soldiers and does not lose touch with the, their players uh, is is um, Pete Carroll. I mean, yeah. Pete Carroll just you know with what he did at USC. And then, you know, coming in the NFL, I, who knows, I didn't know if he was going to make it, but he gets to the Seahawks and, and puts his mark on everything from the 12th man uh, philosophy, you know, there with the fans and some say it's the loudest stadium in, in the NFL and how he connects with you. I mean, he's in his 70s, bro. I mean, he walking up and down the sideline, he looks, you know, like he's ready to run a race. But look at it like this. Yeah. While at USC, what generation was he coaching? A young, young core. Millennials. Yeah, millennials. Yeah. So he's now, he understands the millennial generation. Yeah. And he has a good crop of talent. Messed up. What's that? He also came to the league and flopped and went back. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He went to New England. You know? New England at that time was terrible. Yeah, but. You know, the, but I like what you say, Corey. So, how did he all of a sudden become what I consider a Hall of Fame coach? I, one, I think the experience. I think when he went uh, uh, to the pros and he saw, you, you, again, you got to think about it. And, and it's changing again. You know, there was a time when you can, when you can, you can army style the college level, right? Right, right. You know, yes. Uh, cut, talk about the mama, uh, <laughs> Ellie Walker, uh, Bear Cross, all of these different things and I think the advantage that Pete Carroll had is going to the league and, and, and really getting a feel for how professionals, guys that made more money than you or made as much money as you or weren't, you can't just give a put pin up something in the locker room and motivate them. You know, guys like Jimmy Johnson that you have to know your players and be able to uh uh push the buzz necessary for that particular player. And I think that Pete Carroll came um to the league and found out it's not college. Even though you have some great players at um, USC, these are not eighteen to twenty-two year olds. Right, like you're, you're dealing with with grown, grown men, yeah, men that will slap you. Yeah, if you <laughs> that's true. Wrong. And I'm dead serious. I, I I've seen guys waiting for a coach to say the wrong thing uh, to them, and so I think uh, 
he had the advantage of one having to deal with talent that could have played anywhere and make it mesh. Like it's not easy to get a, 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 a seventy guys that could have played anywhere to get these guys to buy into the team concept and do some of the things he even did in college. And I think when he got to Seattle and he had the he had you got to think about the guys he had. He had some guys uh, that were were dogs. You know, a, a guy like Marshawn Lynch who, you know, got fed up with stuff and stopped talking to the media. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We got to go to break, Corey. Uh, but but uh, you're you're going down the path I'm going to because think about it. He's been the coach for 14 years um, at with the Seahawks. His record is 135, 88, and one. And 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 not only that, Corey, you were with the Seahawks back in the day, and we've got to go to break right now. But I just wanted to say this too: he has created and helped build the Seahawks into a very very stable foundation of a franchise in the NFL. And you are listening to Sunday Morning Scramble here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio with the coach and Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion. And we'll see you on this other side to talk playoffs. We talking playoffs, Corey. Playoffs. Yes, we're talking playoffs. We're going to talk about every NFL team that still has a chance and only two games are meaningless in terms of the playoffs this weekend. Every other game has something to do with the playoffs. We'll see you on the other side. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is double dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday morning scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is double dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Todges sent you Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now 
Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top-three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Yeah, I like it. Merry Christmas, everyone out there from the Sunday morning scramble from the coach and Corey Harris Super Bowl champion. Merry Christmas to all you sports fans out there. I hope you get lots of sports gifts. I've already asked for one from my lovely wife, Jennifer. I'm praying it's under the tree. I'm praying Santa drops it off for me um, here in the next 24 hours or so because I will wear it on Christmas Day. I'm going to actually let you and Will guess. What do you think that one gift that I want would be? And I'm going to give you a hint. It does has nothing to do with the Chargers. So I've asked for one gift from Jen. Only one. That's all I care about. What do you think it would be, Corey? It would be uh, some stadium food. <laughs> um <laughs> Some some freshly ordered stadium food delivered from a Chargers game while they're in town. I would love that. That's a better gift than I thought. It is the gift I am waiting for arrival uh, is a Lakers hoodie like they wear during warmups. See those hoodie things that they're wearing these days in the NBA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I want the black, the Mamba black. With yeah. the purple, yeah, okay. buddy. With the yeah. old school I like logo. It, I like it, I like it. What do you want for Christmas, Will? Hmm. What think, one thing you better make sure is under the tree for Will. For Christmas. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's what we're in. It's Christmas. Wait, we're in Christmas. Duh. It's a hard question for Christmas me to Eve. Hmm. I don't know. Um, not big on Christmas gifts, to be totally honest. No, boy. See, here we go, the Grinch. The I mean, Grinch is sitting across from me, Corey, and you're not here to see it. Well, I'm not being on Christmas. I'm guess. not. I'm not. Okay. I, I, I mean, okay. I've there are a few things off of my life list I would like to check off, but one of them is sitting in Mr. Ted's office right now. So who? My daughter. I've always oh, okay. wanted to have a kid. Okay. All but, right. So look, we're going way, way into this whole deep thing. I no, just asked I'm what just Christmas is. Like, Corey, I'm going to go to you. Help us out, Corey. I'm trying to save this part because we don't have much time left. Oh, Corey, hell. what? So back in the day, my one my my favorite gift as will, you know, with 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 Christmas being distorted for what it's really about the giving season and the sacrifice, 
you know, it's more, it's more about the material things uh, in, in the regular world, but in, in the in the spirit of giving and the symbolism of sacrifice and giving, for me, man, uh, when I, I'll just say when I was younger right now, I really don't uh, as much, but when I was younger, I remember uh, hoping and praying I was going to get a drum set. Nice. Okay. Nice. Was, did you get one? I, I did, and it was the first time my parents, um, you know, I played the bongos in church and whatnot, played with the church choir, so they got me one, but it was like a paper drum set. Oh, okay. It got open on Christmas morning, maybe about six or seven. It was in the it was in the alley in the trash by noon. We didn't want to listen to you anymore, <laughs> did they? <laughs> but hey, there are teams that are wanting some gifts, and that biggest gift that an NFL team can get this part of the season, Week 16, Corey, is a playoff berth. We're talking playoffs. We're talking playoffs. playoffs. Uh, so let's talk about where these teams are in relationship to playoffs. There are only two games that are meaningless in terms of the playoffs. They only are meaning full in terms of draft. Uh, and we're going to do our DraftKings Pick 6, sponsored by DraftKings Sports and Social. Uh, the Ravens have already clinched. Uh, in this order, here's where we sit in terms of playoffs. Uh, your division leaders, the Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, Jaguars. Okay, And then right after that, the surprise, they're surprising me, the Browns, the Bills who beat the Chargers last night, the Colts, the Texans, the Steelers. God, with, everybody's beating the yeah, Chargers. Yeah, Bengals. Thank you for your input, Will, that I didn't appreciate. Uh, but all those teams with eight wins, I mean, in the NFC, I mean, my goodness gracious, you got um, the 49ers have clinched their division, but they also have clinched the uh, home field throughout. Uh, the Cowboys are, are uh, leading their division and have clinched a playoff spot, not the division. The Lions uh, can win any of their final three games and win their division, Corey. Uh, one of your former teams, the Buccaneers and uh, Baker Mayfield can get a $1 million bonus just for winning the division, which they are in first place right now. And then after that, you got the not so great Eagles who are not playing very well anymore. You got the Rams playing good. The Vikings are still in it. And then the Seahawks who are playing the Titans as well as the Saints, all these teams, the Fa the Falcons, the Packers, all still in the playoff hunt. It's just an unbelievable uh, season so far. With some monster games, Corey, today. Monster, monster, monster football games to decide some of these uh, who's going to be going, who's in, who's out type of a thing. But check this out. So we're going to go to our pick segment here. And I know you're excited about this, Corey. Uh, DraftKings Sports and Social Pick 6 competition. Last week, Corey, uh, you were 4-2. and two. I was 4-2. and two. And Will was 3-3 three and three with a couple upsets, but you're still mediocre. Still at 500, so you're doing a good job. We're proud of you growing up before our eyes. Good you're, job, Will. Yep, good job, Will. You you're, know, I, I got curse words are loading right now. Your, your, <laughs> asterisk, uh, your asterisk season, you're almost at 500. We are cheering for that. If you go 1-4, and four, pardon me, if you go 0-5, oh you will be 500. You are at 46-41. and 41. Uh, Corey, you and I are tied at 57-30. and 30. Uh, very professional output that we've done this season. Oh, God. and check out some of these games that we are going to pick. Are you ready for this? I actually, uh, Corey and Will, I added some games for us to pick because of the significance of them and how big they are. So yeah. I'm going to start with this is a big, big game in Tampa Bay. Haven't had a big game there in two years since Tom Brady was there. <laughs> this is the this is the Jaguars at Baker Mayfield's Buccaneers. Uh, who do you got in that one, Corey? First place Buccaneers, first place Jaguars. I'm gonna go with Tampa. 
Are you? Okay. Why do you think Tampa? Are, are you a believer in Baker Mayfield now? I just, I'm just, I just don't believe the Jags. It's not that I'm a believer. What? Yeah. I, just, I, don't, I, I believe the Jags are going to, I believe that they're going to implode. I had that same fear about the history. We'll talk about that with the Lions, though. But I just, I feel like, I feel like uh, the Jags are going to, going to buckle. Uh, with this opportunity. Uh, This is one of my bets of the day. Uh, DraftKings, it's uh, Jaguars minus one. Minus one. So I'm playing. I played the money line on that game. Uh, I am going with the Jaguars over the Buccaneers. Who you got, Will? I was wondering when we were going to get to me. Uh, I'm sorry. We we include you in most of our discussion. I know. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucs, man. Something about the uh, worst division in all of football. but Yeah, they are. I yep. mean, you know, the Buccaneers aren't bad. So I'm going to go with the Bucs today. All right, well, I'm wearing the lone wolf hat. Another monster, monster football game today, guys. The Cowboys at the Dolphins. we got to go quickly here. Cowboys at the Dolphins. Uh, who do you got, Corey? Dolphins or Cowboys? It's in uh, Miami. I want to pick the Cowboys, but, man, some tell me Tyreek, and the rest of them boys down there are going to be ready to get to it. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Dolphins. I've got I the Cowboys. I'm going, I'm going with Michael Parsons in defense. Wow, you changed that quick? Quick. I'm going with the Cowboys. Okay, I'm going with the Cowboys, too. That's one of my money line bets for you out there. That is another minus one and a half. Or, pardon me, uh, Cowboys plus one and a half. I'm taking the Cowboys to win that game. Who do you got, Will? Uh, you know, something about them Dolphins, man. Something about that tossing, that tossing tour. Yeah. All right, Dolphins. All right, you got the Dolphins. And another game, Corey's Ravens at the 49ers. Are you talking about these games? Good Lord. Uh, week 16 looking great. Ravens at the 49ers. Who do you got there, Corey? 49ers, probably the best team in the NFL. Man, 49ers are the most versatile team in football, which makes them the most dangerous team. But I'm not going I'm going with my heart on this. I'm going with the team that got me the ring. I'm going with the, the most dynamic football player out, out there, Lamar, uh Lamarvelous and Zay. Gonna get to it. Maybe if it I'm taking the 49ers because they are the most versatile team and they uh are the best team in the NFL in my opinion right now. Who you got, Will? Hmm. Uh, you know, I wrote it down before you got to me. The Ravens. Ravens. Okay, going with the Ravens. All right, I got the 49ers. And then here's another, you know, another big game we got. Golly, look at all these big games. It doesn't sound like a big game, but it is. You got the Browns and the Texans, both in the playoff hunt. Who do we got? I got the – I'm taking the Browns. Who do you got, Will? Uh, Now, C.J. Stroud's not playing, right? Yes, correct. Browns. Who do you got, Corey? Browns. Go, baby. And finally, let's go with our Titans and Seahawks here at Nissan Stadium in a couple hours kicking off. I got the Titans in the upset of the Seahawks and the upset of the season other than the Dolphins win. Who you got, Corey? I'm going with my former team, the Seahawks. All right, who you got, Will? Had to go with his former team. All right, I'm going Lone Wolf there. Hey, guys, you have been listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble and coaching Corey, Super Bowl champion, Will, the producer. We are all wishing you a merry, merry, merry Christmas. Be safe during these holidays. We love you out there. We will love see you on the other side. Corey, love you, my brother. Merry Christmas. You too, Coach. Y'all take it easy. All right, you too. And, Will, Merry Christmas. You've been listening to Sunday Morning Scramble on Nashville Sports Radio.